Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified. We uh, have some adjustments we've made in the show today, so it's very exciting that when you know the right people and the, the influencers in the world, you get to call them up and say, hey, would you love to be on the Amplified show? And so we have some really cool content and information that's going to be coming to you today. First of all, I want to introduce Jory Fisher. We were uh, invited to a book project together, and that book project turned into a conversation about uh, her meetup groups, which she does phenomenal job with and I got an opportunity to be a speaker for one of her groups this Friday. So Jory, welcome to the show. I'm um, delighted to be a guest on on your show and a part of Voice America. I actually, we haven't even spoken about this, but I actually was a host on a Voice on Voice America years ago. So it's fun to be back as a guest. Oh, that's awesome. So tell us about your meetup group and why you made that decision to be a leader of so many meetup groups. Oh, thank you. Well, I have three, and I uh, each of them has a slightly different bent, a slightly different purpose. And Ken, actually, you are a perfect speaker for all three of them. But the one that I invited you first to be uh, an official speaker and to do a workshop with is called Sales, Business, Leadership, Success in Baltimore and Beyond. And you're going to be leading a workshop on... Become an influencer, leave a legacy. So that will be this Friday, and we are talking Eastern Time Zone in Towson, Maryland, outside of Baltimore, and that will be from 10 o'clock to 11.30. And Ken, perhaps you would um, direct people as to how they might be able to be a part of that for those who are listening in the Baltimore area. Of course, we're not too far from BWI. If you want to fly in from California, that's okay, too. But what motivated it? What motivated me to do this, to hold meetups, is because meetup really is an outstanding tool for in-person connections and remote connections as well. You can actually host a meetup, and as long as over half of your um, gatherings are in-person, you can have virtual meetups as well. I haven't done that. I've only had in-person ones. But I really love being able to connect with other business owners in the community, and I've designed my meetups with such a description that it would attract business owners to my meetups. So that's why I do it, Ken. It's a great way to get to know people and to be able to connect people and to be able to see um, who might be a good strategic partner, such as you, who might be a good client, who might be a good, um, perhaps a, a partner that we would actually do business together with. So it's a beautiful way of working. Well, I look forward to being at your event. and Maybe we can have you on next week just to share the outcome and some of the things that were learned, and uh, we'll have you on next week. Is that good? Thank you, Ken. I'd be delighted. And uh, Adam Markell is probably booking his flight from San Diego to be here at BWI. Mm-hmm. So he could be at the event, so that's pretty cool. Awesome. So let me uh, switch over to my next guest, Nancy Matthews, who I was fortuitous enough to uh, reconnect with at CEO Space, gosh, about two or three weeks ago. And she said, hey, do you have 15 minutes? And we had a great meeting. 
and talked about her one experience tour. And when I found out that her tour was in here on 9-9, we just opened up the conversation of what it would be like to have an event that actually honored first responders for 9-11 here in the D.C. area at the Mary, mm-hmm. uh, Maritime Conference Center. So, Nancy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, my friend. I am, number one, I'm grateful to be here on the show tonight, grateful for your inspired idea about doing the event on 9-11. And Meetup, I just want to kind of piggyback. Meetup is awesome. We did an event the other day, a small mastermind, and we had four people that were from Meetup, and all of them said, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I love this community. I want to be a member, and I want to come to the conference. (laughs) <laughs> so, way wow. to go, jury. A meetup. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. want. I wanted to say to you, Nancy, that it was such an enjoyable meeting because we were able to create something out of nothing. And when we did it, we both got the goosebump experience, and it was mm-hmm. something that was almost like a predestined experience. And I want to thank you for taking the uh, the reins and creating the website. And I want if you would be so kind as to share the website and, and talk about the event. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so go to the one for nine eleven dot com. So T H E O N E F O R nine one one dot com. And you know, here's here's the beautiful thing and, and I share this yes I want people to come and participate in the event and take part in the experience. But I also want to offer the, this, this kind of feedback is that when something is a good idea and it happens and it's designed to be of service in a big way, everybody wins. So we're mm-hmm. talking, we had like a five to six week time frame to put this event together. Our goal is 350 people at this event, many of them being first responders and people from the military to honor them for showing up and being the one. And every, just like we had that goosebump moment when you put the idea out there about doing it, every single person I talk to feels the same way. And the essence of this is, and, and really timely with some of the, the, the trouble that's going on in our country right now, like we mm-hmm. are all one. We need to come together. And we need to come together not only in times of tragedy, but every single day. We're all humans. We're here in this amazing thing we call life, and every single life has value all the time, and that's what we've got to remember. So the event is kind of this catalyst where we'll all walk out from there inspired, motivated to recognize the beauty and value that every human being has and showing up for them Every day, not just when tragedy strikes. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to uh, have you introduce our next guest. And one of the best haircuts that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He's uh, someone that's on the road an awful lot because I see him at some of the biggest events in the United States. And for those of mm-hmm. you who want to ask any questions to Adam or Nancy or any of our guests, you can go to the Amplified radio page or on Facebook and write a comment. And Joyce will make sure those questions are shared with us, and we'll either answer them on the air or we will answer them on the Facebook page. So, Nancy, please introduce our amazing VIP guest. Hmm. So, our amazing VIP guest 
is a gentleman that I was actually supposed to meet probably four years ago, Adam, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and as, as timing would have it, we did not actually meet in person until we were at CEO Space a week and a half ago. And the moment we met, we knew that we're supposed to do things together. So this gentleman, Adam Markell, is a best-selling author. He is a speaker. He's a high-level business consultant. He is aligned with values, integrity, spirit, and brings a rockin', brilliant business mind to everything that he does. He was, um, so I don't know what else I'm going to say about you. I'm going to let you tell a little bit about your professional background. But when you think of someone, so for the audience, when you think of somebody who plays at the top of the game, being highly successful in business, lots of prosperity, you know, really at the top, and then operating with full integrity and a beautiful heart that comes from service, that is the man we call Adam Markell. Welcome, Adam. Oh, my goodness. You're going to make me uh, smile. Good. <laughs> and I am smiling Good. from ear to ear. What a beautiful thing. Beautiful things to say. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Ken. Thanks for having me. Uh, Adam, and I have this multi-layered integral because my first experience, I believe, was in uh, 2015 that you were speaking at the first forum I went to, which was the first of 13, and you were inspirational, powerful, your message is amazing, and I would say half the CEO space people are part of your organization in some way, shape, or form, so thank you for taking the time to be part of the show. I want to ask you, what drew you to this 9-11 event? That's a great question. Um, the first answer is Nancy. I mean, quite <clears throat> frankly, her energy and, and her, her philosophy, the one philosophy, which I think is uh, very much what, this, what the event is about, that we are one and what, is that, what does that mean in a tangible way, on a day-to-day, meaningful, moment-to-moment, right. living in reality way, a practical way? What does it mean to, to understand that we are one? And how do we engage in that conversation and make it meaningful and empowering to people for, and, and to ourselves to be able to move forward in a, in a better way? So, um, she told me about the project. I immediately got that sort of, you know, one, one of the things we learn, I think, as we get, as we uh, develop ourselves more fully is that we gr- get great instincts. We get great instincts in business and we get great instincts with regard to our money and with regard to our relationships and our health and all those kinds of things. And, and that's, a, that's an ever-evolving process. But my instinct immediately was yes and you know, went and made a, a few changes, little tweaks to my schedule so that I could be a part of it, and now I feel blessed that, uh, that I am a part of it and that it's coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I, think the, I think the distinction between players that play at the level that you and Nancy play is that when you have that instinct, you take massive action and you make it so. And I, I, I'm, I marvel at the fact that this was just a conversation a week or two ago, and we have... Ski Johnson, who's a Grammy Award winner. We have um, Gregory Hammond, who ha- uh, created a cause of uh, Guitars Not Guns to take inner-city kids and have them choose guitars that they're given to them after they learn their guitar lessons and they are able to pass the guitar test. So, we, And there's a whole bunch of other people. I'm just laying them out a little by little. So what caused you to get in this business of 
personal development of actually helping people being all they can be? Well, it, it was really born out of my own pain. I'll just, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it more, more politely than that. I was a lawyer. I spent 18 years <laughs> in the practice of the law, which could probably explain the pain part. Um, but aside from the practice of law, which has nothing really to do with it, I woke up in the morning and I put my feet on the floor and I didn't love my life. I didn't love what I was doing for a living. I think there's a lot of people, the statistics are pretty staggering. More than 80% of people are not in the dream job or the job that they want to be in. More than 55% of people are actively looking for something new to do, new work or new business, etc. And I was among that, that scary statistic um, and I allowed that to go on for more years than I, I probably want to admit. Um, and ultimately, I couldn't look in the mirror anymore. I couldn't put my feet on the floor and feel that way and go and look in the mirror in the bathroom at 6 o'clock in the morning and, and feel good that I wasn't going to do anything about it. And so the, the what I was going to do about it ultimately became the subject of what I teach. It's the process I've taught all around the world. It's the process in the book that I wrote called Pivot, The Art and Science of Reinventing Your Career and Life. And it's what I share with business leaders and entrepreneurs and people that just want to make reinvention an art form in their own life. Because more and more I, I, I see everybody's reinventing. Everybody's reinventing something. And it is an art form. Uh, and, and it's just not an art form that we're really taught. The art and science of it isn't something we're taught in school. And it's not taught by our parents often. And so it's, it's a skill set that we all have to have because it's, it's so profitable to have it, including the profit that resides inside of your heart, the most important profit, that, that your heart and your soul are aligned and that you wake up in the morning loving your life, loving life, and, and loving what it is that you're assigned to do in life. And you'll be sharing a little bit of this at the event, right? I will be. I'll, I'll be unpacking that pivotability process for people that are at the event. And uh, just as a little teaser, uh, what is what is the step one can take to actually start reinventing themselves? Well, the first step in, in any process is always awareness, because if you're if you're living in a denial state, which I was, and I think a lot of people are, you know, just kind of you know, grab your coffee, get your shower, and get to the to the to the work, uh, which you know could be getting in the car to commute to work, or it could be sitting behind your desk and answering emails, or it's you know the the things that show up on your cell phone if you pick up your cell phone the first thing in the morning when you wake up. Um, and you're just sort of living in, in a bit of a state of denial that, that, you're not, that you're not actually changing something that is inside of you that's called to change. And, and if, you don't, if you don't take the signs, I mean, my own experience is that the universe is loving and giving and, and abundant in every way. And so first, first thing that happens is you kind of get the feather, you know, the, the feather across your, your, your consciousness that maybe something's not right. Uh, whether it's your health, your relationships, or your business money or something, and you get that little feather, it's whispering, uh, you know, it's gently touching you with, I might want to consider making a change or something isn't just the way I would like it to be. And, and those signs can be as, you know, mid-afternoon lethargy. You know, you got to have coffee, you got to have sugar just to get kind of through 3 o'clock in the afternoon or, or you're having some agitation, you know, you get angry easily or you have trouble falling asleep or you get up in the middle of the night or you wake up feeling a bit down or tired. These are symptoms. They're not, they're not the root cause. And, and so if you ignore those symptoms, then what often happens is you don't get the feather, you get the brick. <laughs> and the brick is like a health issue or, or a relationship issue or some challenge in your money or in your business. And, uh, and so to me, awareness 
and being aware of the fact that there's a change that might be brewing, that's the first step in the process. I think these, the topic of the one and also pivot are such a complementary theme and, and concept because to be the one, you have to pivot. And if you're having a life you don't love and you pivot, you will ultimately raise to a level where you could be the one. So it's, it's, very, it's a very powerful concept. And I'm so excited well, and- that you're bringing that to the show. I'm grateful, too, and you kind of just spurred something, Ken, and, and then also hearing Adam. When we talk about pivot, part of being the one has to do with really getting the fact that you are the one that gets to choose the kind of existence and quality of life you experience, and that outside circumstances... Um, you're not a victim. There's no blame going on. It's really about taking 100% responsibility for your life and choosing how you want to show up. So when, Adam, you're talking about awareness, most people, unfortunately, don't believe or don't know that they actually have the power to pivot. So awareness with being uncomfortable or unhappy, you don't have to be stuck in that. There's a way out, and pivoting is the way, Right. It's, it's so beautiful the way those things dovetail, because you're right. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, if you ask me, well, what's, what's really the journey of, of you know, my journey and all of our journey, I'd be brave enough to say this out loud, it's that we discover that we are the one. That, I mean, that, <laughs> that ultimately is the journey. It's what's in every great spiritual text that's ever been written, ever been spoken Absolutely. of, that, that it's Everything, the kingdom of all of it, resides within us. So to own that, as you said, is is the it's the journey we're all on. So what a beautiful way to dovetail that. Well, really uh-huh. well, yeah, well said, Adam. You're very spiritual. Uh, what what uh, caused you to take that journey? And and our audience, what could they read or um, what event could they go to to learn this experience, this awakening? Well, I mean, I think that the, this event that, that we are collaborating on, the one for 9-11, is going to be a perfect place for people to, I believe, integrate, learn of, you know, learn some of this, uh, you know, what will be new awareness, uh, new concepts. And I, they're not new because they're ancient, but it might just be as, as we're saying that they're not yet aware of them or that these are things that they've not yet adopted or integrated into their life. And if they're anything like me, and, and I'll, I won't speak for anybody else, but, but I'm assuming everybody will feel the same way, we all need reminders. I need them constantly. So the thing about a you know, beautiful thing about coming to a live event is that it is an environment, it's a container, it's a sacred space, it's a context for people to gain that new awareness or that new aha and, and even some things they may have never heard before that they're just ready to hear. And I, so I never believe it's an accident. It's always just universal law that it's so on purpose that people hear this. So people listening to this right now, it's no accident that you're hearing it. That's probably that this, this particular opportunity is in front of you for a reason. I, you know, I don't know what that reason is. Nancy doesn't, Ken doesn't, but we, I think we'd all agree it's no accident at all. And so that, to me, is the place where you get into that kind of a space and make yourself available as in allowing and being open to receiving some new information. And then, you know, life, life has a way of just uh, helping you <laughs> when you make those kinds of commitments. Well, I, I think it's uh, such an amazing and extraordinary aspect of events, what happens after the event, how you're changed, you're with like-minded, like-hearted people, 
and you're invigorated, your mind is going at another level, your subconscious is being fed, and you're seeing hope and you're connecting with people that will become friends and accountable partners for you actually to create a new life. So I wouldn't know you, Adam, or Nancy if it wasn't for the amount of events that we've run in each other. I think Nancy, when she pulled me aside, she said, this is the seventh time we've been to an event together. Let's take 15 minutes to talk. And so we're on a phone call because of that many frequencies of these type of events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and here's, you know, the other, the other piece of it is, so go to the website, the1for911.com, register, or you can also contribute to sponsor a first responder to come to the event. So it's all set up. It's nice and easy. And here's the thing. Every single one of us has a vision, a goal, a dream, something we want to, to manifest, create, bring to the marketplace, whatever it may be. When you are at home by yourself, that's not where it happens. Yeah, there's online marketing, there's all that stuff, there's social media. The true connections happen when you get out of your house, you get out of your office, and quite often when you get out of your zip code and make those connections. And come to this event if for no other reason is that you want to be the, a part of saying thank you to the first responders who show up, who, you know, think about the character of the human being who, who says, I want my job to be running into burning buildings. That's who we're honoring here. Exactly. Uh, I was going to ask a question, Adam. How many events did you attend before you actually decided that you would create events? Oh, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, I, I don't know the number of them. I know I had committed myself, and, and my wife was fortunately one that also wanted to, to just dive in and learn more, so I started reading books. It was the first thing I did, and then I started to go to these live events. I had never been to a seminar or workshop in my life, so I wasn't born in that, you know, wasn't raised in that space. I didn't see it. My parents didn't do it. Um, I just was called there, and, and when I got into that environment, and Buckminster Fuller said that environment is stronger than will, stronger than willpower even, that the the uplift that I got from my, my mental side, I think many of us are, we live so much of our lives inside of our heads and not nearly as much time spent present and in our hearts. And that journey for mm-hmm. me was one of head to heart from that more the way I looked at life through the lens of a lawyer, and, and I was angry and all those kinds of things a lot of the time. And so that spiritual journey from my head to my heart felt right to me. And when it, it started to feel right often as it did, because I kept going to these, these gatherings with other people who are, as Nancy said, like, you know, like-minded, of like mind, like heart, um, I knew that I was called to be able to, to help in the way that I could help. We all have gifts. We all have things that we've learned. And, and I, I'm of the firm belief that anyone that has learned something can teach it. In fact, that's usually uh, a part of the whole process of our own evolution is that we begin teaching things that we learn, have learned or that we most want to learn. Um, and I had had success in business and, and done some other things that had you know, gotten some great results, and yet I was still unhappy. I was still out of balance. So it wasn't like I was perfect and in a position to teach from a place of, of perfection, but I was perfectly perfect where I was, and the things I could teach, I wanted to share. And that part of my journey 
from the head to the heart, the areas of my life that weren't working were really made better. And, and the, the road to the resolution of those things, the regeneration of myself, my heart, my spirit, uh, my, even my body occurred when I became more service-driven, more driven to be of service. And that's why ultimately I ended up being, uh, you know, training around the world and teaching about these subjects and ultimately uh, being a CEO of a very, very large company, I think the largest company in the personal development business training space in North America. And, uh, and I think as we spoke before the phone, before the interview began, we at one point were doing more than 100 live events a year. So that's, that's a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of events. It certainly is. And how many transformations that have happened as a result of those people attending and spreading the word? I mean, the ripple effect of what a better world you've created, Adam, and what this event can do for people. If you're going to an event for the first time and you experience this, you're going to find that the power of one is Nancy really coming to make this website available, this event together with all the people that are going to be on stage. You're going to have new friendships. You're going to read new books. You're going to have new thought patterns. And your life will, I think, going to be changed forever. And you're going to have an opportunity to thank the people that protect you and really create community and safety. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to... Uh, I want Ken, to can I want to just for you. if I can say one more thing, Ken, and that is that yes, go for it. in all the years that I, I was facilitating and, and, and you know looking after those those event spaces, there's one thing that I've seen more often than not that people have great ideas and they they have you know beautiful plans even sometimes for things they want to do to change something in the world, and it's so rare. It's an infinitesimally small number of people that actually act upon those good intentions. And so, you know, Nancy Matthews has put together something here. That's why I said yes right away, because, you know, she is a thought leader. She's a best-selling author and runs a company called the Women's Prosperity Network, which has helped thousands and thousands and thousands of women all over North America. So incredibly accomplished business owner and entrepreneur and all that. And yet, with all that, all those things to manage, because she manages a whole company, for her to have had that meeting with you, Ken, and decide, yeah, we're not just going to talk about doing something to honor first responders and create a space for people to come and honor them and to learn and grow themselves um, so that you don't have to be at your best only when there's a tragedy, but you can be at, your, at, at a, more, a better version of you each day, um, that that's something that she took from concept and idea and intention even and put into action. So this event is taking place because of that. And I honor that. And I, I think it's, it's one of those rare things. And anytime you can get around somebody like that, that's a doer, an action taker, not just somebody that speaks even good things, but just speaks about them. I think that's a blessing all by itself. I agree. Well, God bless both of you for being a part of this event and actually being the leaders to create this event. Adam, if there's anyone that's in your network that's in the D.C. area that you want to connect with me so I can uh, help facilitate them, not only being a part of the event, but that they can help be a, a leader and supporter of this event, I would really appreciate that. Uh, Nancy, you want to just say where the website is one more time real quick? Sure. It's the one for 911com T-H-E-O-N-E-F-O-R 911.com. And... Um, I, so thank you for, for what you shared, Adam, and I really want to give a big thanks to you, Ken, for not just coming up with the idea, but bringing all the people together. You're the one that has been making it happen. You know, we've been in a team for sure, and, and it takes a village, and that's what we're doing to yes. make a big difference. 
for the attendees, the first responders, and uh, it's going to be extraordinary. So thank you. Well, Nancy Matthews, my pleasure, and I'm so excited about it. Nancy Matthews has been amplified. Adam Markell, you have as well, and please do not forget to get a haircut before you come out to the East Coast, this military veteran area. Okay? <laughs> They're going to be very strict if you don't have a tight haircut. Okay, young man? <laughs> I've got Adam, thank you so orders. much. Thank you. See you in a couple weeks. Thanks, Ken. Bye. Thank you. We're going to take a break for two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. If you are a small business owner or a creative freelancer in pretty much any field, you can't miss Let's Get Radical. Your hosts, Jody Paydar and Liz Gold, will help you redevelop your plans, policies, and practices to take a radical turn in order to achieve new success. They spotlight the latest in technology, attitudes, what others are doing, and what can help you. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And let's get radical. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Well, what a wonderful experience the first segment was. Wow, I'm excited about the 9-11 event here in Maryland at the Mary, Maritime Conference Center. And uh, that's going to be 1130 in the morning till 4. And there's all the details about what kind of experience you're going to have. And I just came from an event this past weekend that was a heck of a cool experience. The week before, we were at the Hot Air Balloons. And this weekend, we went to the Sunflower Festival 
and Hugh McPherson uh, was the person who is behind the scenes making everything perfect and beautiful and a great experience to see sunflowers and a wine taste in the booth. So welcome to the show, Hugh. Enjoying the show before uh, before I got on. So uh, hey, we're talking small business stuff, and uh, you know, small business people, we gotta we gotta take chances doing stuff. Yeah, and you did a great job. I, I had a great experience. Uh, the weather uh, cooperated, and your wines are really fantastic, creative, and innovative. Uh, the nine eleven event. What do you what do you think of that? Well, I, I think it's it's uh, I, I think it's all part of uh, expanding the 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 positive energy and the radius just outside of New York, right? You, you, could, you could think, it's just New York. It's, it's just the Pentagon. And I, I, think it's, I think it's good to expand that energy. Well, cool. Well, I hope you can make it, and even more so, you can uh, be a media sponsor and share it with your list, because I know your list is in Maryland as well as uh, the Pennsylvania area. So we'd love to have you come to the event and uh, come as my guest so that we reciprocate that experience. So I just want to thank you for the invite to come out and see what a great job you did at your first Sunflower Festival, and we already look forward to your next wine event as well as your next Sunflower Festival. Can you give information on how people can follow you and learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. The uh, and, and small business people out there, I'm telling you, th- this thing grew by itself uh, on Facebook because we found the right niche for people and uh, sunflowers just have this special connection of happiness of joy i don't know how many people told me you're you're just putting joy into the world by growing these flowers taking our acreage but growing these flowers and letting us come out here to be to be in them get great pictures and then we even had everybody uh, take one home with them because we wanted them to uh, get to take one home and uh, and enjoy. So to check out everything at uh, at our at our farm and for the Sunflower Festival, Facebook is absolutely the way to do it. If you just search for Maple Lawn Farms uh, or Maple Lawn Winery um, and our Sunflower Festival, uh, you'll come across it. We are in York County, Pennsylvania, just over the border from Baltimore. We're only 50 minutes hour away from the from the Beltway. Um, so it's easy, uh, easy to get out here, and once you're out here, it is just beautiful. We're talking uh, this weekend is actually going to extend, we believe, that's why I check Facebook, but we believe that we're going to have another uh, two and a half to three acres of sunflowers bloom all at once for this coming weekend. So there's actually going to be a second weekend. We're just making sure the flowers are going to cooperate. So everybody check that out uh, that way, uh, or sunflowerfestivalpa.com. Uh, will be where the ticketing is if we can open ticketing for uh, this upcoming weekend. We actually sold out for last weekend, which was an insane, wonderful thing to have happen. I, we just didn't anticipate it. it, so it was cool to see it happen. Well, congratulations, and I look forward to seeing you again soon, hopefully at the 9-11 event. So, Joyce, how have you been doing? I'm great, Ken. Thank you. And you sound like you've been very busy this week with all kinds of things you're juggling. I I am really busy. I'm I'm pretty much all of us are really busy, right? So yep. <laughs> right. Well, really busy. Thank you for making sure this next guest was available to come and make this show that much better. Would you mind? Uh, yeah. Next guest. I'm excited. Hi, Karen. So I I'm really excited to introduce my uh, friend, colleague, mentor, uh, Karen Yankovich. Uh, she's a CEO of. Her company, one of her companies, is called Up Level 
Media LLC, and she's a social media brand strategist and business consultant. Karen has a really special gift of uh, creating community and creating conversation on social media. And among the people that she coaches and teaches, she creates the next level of community. So then I've, I've been a student of that. And then we get to experience and, and meet other people through that guidance. So she has some really great systems and strategies in place. And I'm, I'm really so happy, Karen, to bring you uh, on, the, on the show and introduce you to people. She's been seen in, uh, you can find her in Huffington Post. You can find her on Blogger, Social Media Today, Daily Worth. So there's a, she's really out there on a lot of social media. I connected with her through uh, strategies for LinkedIn that really met totally with my own business uh, mission statement, and I'm so glad to introduce you all to Karen Yankovic. Welcome, Karen. Joyce, thank you. It's always so nice to get a chance to speak to you, Um, Mm -hmm. and thank you for introducing me to your friends. Yes. Well, Karen, what did you think of that first segment? I think this show really allows for leaders, thought leaders to get together, and I'm glad the show kind of marries them together so they can even support each other. What was your uh, reaction to that first segment? Yeah, I, you know what? I think it was amazing. I mean, pretty much everything that you guys talked about are things that I'm passionate about and I can relate to. Um, I, at the, you know, I just recently moved south, uh, south. I'm still in New Jersey, but I lived right outside of New York City on 9-11, and you know, so it impacted me personally in so many ways. And uh, you know, and, and I, and and you're right. The first responders are. I mean, I mean, there's so many heroes in that day that I just love that that you guys are taking the time to create a special, you know, a special uh, celebration for the first responders. And um, yeah, I, I applaud you all for for pulling that together. It sounds like it's going to be an amazing event. Well, I hope you can take a, a train down to BWI or the Megabus or just drive on down and, and join us. Uh, it's 11.30 in the morning, and it, it's two-hour buffet networking, and then it goes to a three-hour assembly, which is going to be just power-packed with talent. And then we have a after-hour networking um, uh, happy hour, and as well as the simulators that are used at the Maritime Conference Center to actually train the pilots uh-huh. that uh, come from New York or all over the place to actually learn how to uh, be successful with these ships and carriers before they actually get on them in real life. Wow, that's great. That's great. I will definitely check my calendar and see if I am free that day, but for sure I will. I, I took note of the website. I'll be sure to support you guys and share it on my social media um, with my audience because um, I really do. Um, I think it's really an important. It's important that we continue to remember the the good that that came out of that, if there mm-hmm. is any good, right? The the brave people that that took part in in that. Well, I think one of the good things is it brought America together, and, and there was definitely pride. I think the other thing is uh, we sometimes take for granted the freedom we have, and it reminded us of how valuable it is and how the first responders are the people that protect us first. Uh, from losing it. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to uh, I wanted to pick your brain since you've heard the first segment. I certainly want to talk about your expertise and what you do, but what would you advise um, 
someone who's putting an event together like this, it's very thematic, how they would use LinkedIn. Oh, boy. Well, I can tell you... Um, there's a couple ways you can do that. I mean, I did an event a couple of months ago, and I so so I use LinkedIn Sales Navigator, which is a premium version, but worth every dime. There's so many cool things you can do with that. But with LinkedIn Sales Navigator, you can pull up all of your LinkedIn connections. You can say, I only want to see people within, say, 50 miles of a zip code, right? Mm-hmm. And you can personally invite them. And I think that is a is a great way of using LinkedIn to do that. Um, it doesn't take that long. When I say personally invite them, you're going to write one message and you're going to tweak it for each person with their name and you know, maybe something specific if you can think of it. But it really is a matter of sitting down at your computer and in an hour you can bang out a bunch of it and, um, and personally inviting people. And I think that that personal touch, that's what LinkedIn brings to the table, that personal touch. And because you know you're sorting it by geographic area, you can say, you know, hey, we're local and we're LinkedIn connections. And maybe, and this is probably in many cases, we've never had a chance to meet in person before. Um, I'm a part of this event and, you know, I'd love to see you there. So, so I think that that is the, the best way, I think, to do that. But, you know, if, you're gonna, if I'm going to take you all the way through this, I would say what, what I would want to be doing on LinkedIn, and it's a little too... If this event you're doing is too soon for this, I'd be looking at what am I doing in two months, three months, four months, and I'd be looking to connect with more of those people now so that when that time comes and I send out that personal invite, I've got a bigger pool of people to send it to, right? So be strategic about who you're connecting with, see what you've got coming up three, four, five months down the road, and then give yourself a bigger pool of people to reach out to personally and invite them to these kinds of events. I would imagine the groups are in... LinkedIn could be a powerful source of spreading the word quickly. Yeah, I think so. You know, I, groups on LinkedIn get a bad rap, um, and this is really where it's a challenge for something like that. If you go into a group on LinkedIn, you'll see that very often it's just a kind of a pitch fest, right? Like everybody's just dropping in their blog posts and dropping in their invitations and dropping in their stuff. So you've got to try to stand out from that crowd somehow with your event. So I think groups... Are, value, are more valuable if you found, like, and I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of local networking groups. So you say you're in the BWI area, in the Baltimore area. You know, find some Baltimore networking groups and start connecting with those people now. And that's, you know, the same kind of theory, right? You're, you've got a bigger pool of people to invite people they, to when these events come up. If, I'm not saying don't drop it in the group as a, you know, as an event coming up, but it's just, often gets lost in the noise. Groups are really important, are really valuable when you can be the person that is engaging on other people's posts. So, for example, where a group might be valuable for this is if you scan the posts in a group, like a local Baltimore networking group, and you see who's talking about what, and you see if there's anybody that's got a post that is somewhat in line with the, the things that you're going to be talking about at the event, you know, and then comment on their post and say, you know what, I've got, some, I've got an event coming up. You know, let's, you know, you want to go on the phone for five minutes. It might be a good event. You might be interested in being a part of this, right? So I think being more 
personal and jumping into conver- other people's conversations in groups is really, really valuable because no one else is doing that, right? So what you don't want to do right. is be the person that's doing what everybody else is doing and just dropping posts in the groups and heading off. You want to be the person jumping into the group and looking for a way to provide value to the other group members, and that's absolutely going to make you stand out from the crowd because no one else is doing that. And they're going to say, you know, who is this guy, Ken, who's got these great comments about my post? They're going to check on your profile likely asked to connect with you, and that's how you start to develop that relationship. That makes a lot of sense, and you're right. A lot of people I, I don't see doing that, so that's a great strategy. I've noticed on Facebook, which I play a lot more there than on LinkedIn, when you have a need and you say, does anyone know an electrician or whatever your problem is you want solved, there is just an immediate jump on that post with everyone contributing. And is that is that true of LinkedIn, too, if you were to say, does someone know... Um, someone who's a leader in Baltimore or a first yeah. responder leader? You know, it really depends on the size of your network, right? Okay. So the same with Facebook. It really depends on the size of your network. With LinkedIn, there's not the crazy algorithm that says, I'm only going to show your post to the people that the sun and the moon and the stars aligned to tell me to show your post mm-hmm. to, right? Where in Facebook, we're not really sure who they show our post to and why. On LinkedIn, your, your post is going to come up in the feed. So it's really about developing a network of people that will be there for you when you have those kinds of questions. You know, a lot of people have 500, 1,000, 2,000 connections on Facebook, and, you know, if you, if you take the time to have that, that same sizable network on LinkedIn, then, yeah, you're going to get great results from those questions. Cool. And uh, I understand you have a book that's coming out later this year. Yeah, well, you know, and I really resonated with your, your earlier guest, too, talking about pivoting, and um, I know you talked a lot about women's empowerment. Like, those are all things that are near and dear to my heart. I am, you know, I am not 25, right? I grew up in the 60s and 70s, so I, you know, I'm recreating my career always, and I love, so I'm pivoting always, depending on what's going on in my life and what my customers are looking for in my business um, and what the industry is looking for in my business, right? So... So I'm a big proponent of supporting uh, people around those pivots and around those changes in their lives and building businesses around their lives. Um, but more importantly, finding that spot inside of you that is your sweet spot, right? That thing you love to do that you can talk about whether or not somebody's paying you to talk about it. Um, when you can find that sweet spot and then, you know, really tell the world how good you are at that, that's that's what I love doing. That's really what my book is going gonna, is gonna to be supporting is, is it's okay to tell people that you're great at what you do. And that's how we get business, right, when we say, well, I'm really good at this. So I, I'm kind of giving you permission to, to do that. And on LinkedIn, it's the perfect place to do that because, you know, I mean, I don't, if you throw my name in a Google search, my LinkedIn profile is the second thing that comes up. So it gives me the opportunity mm. to tell the world what I want them to know about me. If I say, you know, I, I do social media, me and 70,000 other people do that, right? But if I say I'm a social media expert and I really claim that expertise and I claim the fact that I'm really good at this, I'm going to get more business. And I really want to encourage people to do the same. And that's um, the book and the podcast. Podcast will be out soon. The book will be out um, hopefully before the end of the year. And what's the name of it? The working title right now is Good Girls Get Rich. Good Girls Get Rich. And that's another podcast, podcast and too, book. right? And it kind of goes against what um, I think people believe 
that they should not uh, brag about how great they are at something, be more humble. So you're saying that when you're claiming this, that you are also becoming that identity and people are seeing the confidence since they, they buy in, they believe more. Absolutely, and that confidence is really a key word. It's really about find the place that you're confident and and really just kind of lean into that. And, you know, in some cases, you may look at look around you and think, oh, my gosh, there's so many people that are better than the, me at this. There's all of these experts, and how can I really say that? Well, you're not looking for to be the, the, you know, the king of the world, right, in your industry. You may feel like a fifth grader, but to a second grader, you're a big deal, so as long as you're helping people with the ta- with the, what your talents are, then you are the expert to them. And you know, if you're looking to hire somebody, we use the internet now for everything we do. We Google everything. So if you if, if you don't tell people how good you are, somebody else is going to, and that's who they're going to hire. I mean, if you're looking at two different people and somebody's sharing all their awards and accomplishments and, you know, how many years they've been doing this. And, and by the way, sometimes those awards and accomplishments have to be applied for, right? Like it's not like there's no fairy coming around giving you awards, right? You have to mm-hmm. seek them out and really establish a credible, um, you know, persona, that credible personal brand by seeking out these awards and applying for them and then getting awarded these awards. You're going to get that business over somebody else. But you've got to kind of get over that. You know, when I grew up in the 60s and 70s, it was not okay, you know, to, to brag. And it isn't bragging. It really isn't bragging. It is owning what you're good at and being confident about telling people that you can support them and help them and, and being okay with that. Because we're getting judged on what people are seeing when they throw our name into a Google search. And that's how we're getting business in many, many cases these days. That being said, I loved what somebody said earlier, though, about going to live events because... I'm a huge proponent of that as well. But even at live events, when they go home from that live event and they've met you, they're probably going to take that business card they gave you, you gave them and put your name in a search to see what else they can find out about you, right? So make it good. Make it really good. You can do that, and, and I'm happy to help you. Yeah, I'm amazed how many people have a business card, and you do look them up, and they didn't put a profile together for LinkedIn or they didn't do a profile for Facebook. And either way, it gets back to you, so just having a place where people can learn more about you as a landing spot. And, you know, some people prefer emails, some people prefer text, some people prefer social media. So if you're not on the platforms like LinkedIn, you're missing a huge community of professionals that are happy to communicate and support each other. Yeah, and you know what, just to, to further the conversation that you had earlier about um, in-person events, Follow up on those in-person events by connecting with people on LinkedIn the next morning and to start to develop relationships with them that way so that you don't have to, you know, I, I heard you say that you, were in, you, were in, you went to the same event six times before you, you know, decided to have a conversation. Well, you know, social media can shorten that window, right? If you connect with them and you, and you put out there what you're doing and, you know, and, and you say, hey, it was great to meet you last night. Um, I'd love to be connected to you here on LinkedIn. I see you do blah, blah, blah. That's really interesting. I'd love to know more about that, right? And it just gives you an opportunity to develop actual relationships from this, the people that you're connected to on social media. Well, I want to give Joyce an opportunity to ask a couple questions since we have a couple minutes left uh, for the rapid fire. We'll ask a uh, quick question, and you can uh, answer with a quick answer. So um, what's a book that's changed your life? What's a book that's changed my life? Um, oh, my gosh. I read about three books a week, <laughs> so wow. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a voracious reader. 
Um, I I don't know if I can answer that question. How's that? I have well, so many books that I read. What's the one you're reading now? Uh, right now, I am reading. Um, I've got an NLP workbook that I've that I'm reading, um, which is which is cool because I want to learn a little bit more about NLP in my business. I am reading. Um, oh my gosh, what is the name of this? You guys, are, I'm usually really good on my feet here, and today I'm just drawing a blank. Um, well, we'll let Joyce ask you a question right because I want to make so sure there's time. A zillion audio books that I listen to at the same time. So you've got a, I've got a jumble of books in my head right now. Yeah, okay. well, we'll let you, we'll okay, let you reference them on our page. Yeah. Right, How about something simpler? What's your favorite activity? My favorite That's activities nice. definitely involve the beach and the water and walking or running <laughs> or, or kayaking. Um, I, I, I'm a Jersey girl, born and bred in New Jersey, and I'm a huge fan of the Jersey Shore. So my activities involve nature and typically the ocean. Awesome. Yeah. And who, since the theme in this uh, show is the one, who would you claim is the one that uh, was your mentor, taught you who you wanted to be? Um, wow, I've had a lot of mentors, but I will say in this digital world that we're talking about now, I would have to go with Marie Forleo. Um, I've been working with Marie Forleo since 2012, and um really opened my eyes to thinking bigger and understanding that there is a world that I can create a life around, a business around my life, right, and not necessarily a life around my business. And, and that was really what, that's really changed my life in the last 10 years. Well, mm. as usual, our rapid fire and our, our show goes by so quickly. So, Joyce, I want to thank you for recommending Karen. She was a, not only a splendid guest, but extremely informative, and we can certainly have you on again when your book comes out, so that's going to be exciting. And, uh, yeah, and you know, amplified. in the meantime, Ken, if anybody wants to take me up on the challenge of really um, digging deep into your LinkedIn profile and having your first impression ready when people are throwing your name into a Google search, um, I would love to invite your people to join my newest uh free LinkedIn challenge where it's completely free, lots of videos. Joyce, I don't know if you're in Are you in that? I don't even know, but it's no, 21. Not this one. I've done it challenge. before, though, so it's really awesome. Yeah, I it's 21 days, but it's completely it? free, and you can find it at linkedupprevolution.com, and it basically will take you, I mean, I literally will hold your hand through creating your profile and then learning how to connect with the right people and then what to do after you connect with them to start to develop relationships right through how to actually further your business with those relationships. So it's a really comprehensive um, well, that's program, a, that's a and great it's challenge. my gift to you. Thank you, Karen, and we will make sure that link is... Uh, on the Facebook page, so you can just hit that link and take the challenge. Karen, you've been amplified. Joyce, thanks again. Nancy, if you're still on, thanks for being the one and helping create this amazing show. See you on 9-11, and we'll make sure all the details of 9-11 are on the Facebook page. Have a great week. We'll see you next Tuesday. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.